Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, yeah, so Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Bonjour, c'est 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 Good to have you again for another episode. This episode is going to be another Team Night On Demand, and we've had such a great season of Team Nights online for our team here in Australia. Uh, last week, we, we finished off on Thursday night the final uh, uh, part of three, I guess you'd call it a trilogy, um, where we talked about love. Um, it's been three, three weeks, faith, hope, and love, uh, faith for innovation, hope is like, and now love, and really what we focused on is uh, artists still love it here is where we landed so love artists still love it here and we're obviously talking about church we're talking about the community of faith that we are a part of and our team here worked really hard with the uh, leadership from all across Australia to gather stories of what people have been doing during COVID see we've been encouraging our team to be creating and not be idle but to be moving forward in this season but we couldn't have even imagined what what people have been doing there's been been uh, new uh, <laughs> businesses started, there's been paintings painted, there's been music released, there's been all sorts of things that, that uh, man, we just couldn't even contain all of the things that people have been doing. And I was so surprised and so excited by what 2020 has been for many people in our creative team. There's been so many new endeavors, which is actually super encouraging, especially given the year that 2020 has been. So in today's episode, we're going to bring you portions of that, really some of our, the best parts of it. Um, but if you'd like to see the whole thing, if you'd like to um, watch all of Team Night from last week, you can do that on our YouTube channel. So head over to Hillsong Creative YouTube and you can watch the whole night because we had songs and we had uh, other, other videos and other parts that we can't share with you on the podcast, but we can actually do that. And it's a better medium for doing that on YouTube. So head over there. But for today here on, on the episode, We're going to bring you a couple of interviews. Firstly, uh, from the first one is uh, with Mashiri Gatiri, who we've had on the podcast before. Go check out uh, my interview with him if you'd like to uh, hear more of him after this. But he is our head of creative technology here in Australia for our creative team. And he interviewed Brad Law. Brad is a fantastic part of our team, a brilliant man, full of wisdom and and life. But unfortunately, he and his wife this year, their business have, has really had struggled because he had, runs a production company. And obviously with COVID and no, not having any events and not having any tours, uh, obviously the business uh, has not had any business. And so really the conversation centers around Brad and Haley, his wife's uh, response to that. And I think you're going to love it because I think it'll be encouraging to you because of where he's landed and where, where he's at currently. Uh, I would say it's a work in progress, but I think God is doing a, a pretty amazing work there. And then the second part of today's episode is going to be Dean Usher, who is our Victorian uh, pastor, creative pastor for Victoria. Uh, shout out to all of the people in Melbourne who've, who've still been in lockdown uh, for many, many weeks, but are starting to come out of that. Uh, it's been tough for the guys down there, but uh, fortunately, uh, Dean was able to interview Rob Amoroso, 
who is a producer in our team. Uh, he's a volunteer, but he, he, uh, what he does for work is produce music. And you'll hear an encouraging story of how God's been at work in his life. And I believe, how, uh, I believe that uh, it can be how God might work in all of our lives. So check it out. This is going to be a great one. And as I say, you can head over to YouTube if you'd like to see the other things that we did at Team Night. It was a good night, good end to the season. Also on that night, we launched a magazine. <laughs> and uh, I guess you'd say we, we launched it to our team. Um, but because you're listening to the podcast, I thought it'd be great to be able to share that with you as well. So we've put a link in the show notes. And I'd love to invite you to go check out the magazine because it really extends the, the story and the, the narrative and the conversation a little bit more. Uh, we, we can't obviously hear from everybody um, or, you know, in the podcast, but the magazine is a few more stories from our team of just how God is doing good things and how people are creating even in amongst uh, this COVID season. The night, uh, artists still love it here. We started off, I must say, we started off with talking about artists still, uh, artists still live here, which was a session that we had at our creative conference a couple of years back, uh, all about how, um, how uh, well? You should just go check it out. We should put a link in the show notes to artists, artists still, uh, artists still live here from a couple years ago at Worship and Creative Conference. We'll do that, uh, and that'll explain it all. But we started off the night there, and then landed with artists still love it here. And so we're going to jump straight into it. But before we do, I just wanted to thank you guys for subscribing to the podcast. Uh, I love it when people subscribe and then they let us know about that. And to those of you who've been sharing it on social media, thank you so much for doing that. Really appreciate it. Anyways, let's jump straight into it and we'll talk to you soon. 2020 has been an interesting year for the live production industry. I mean, the entertainment industry as a whole came to a grinding halt, you know, back in February and March. And um there's been people who run businesses in that space who, in a sense, almost overnight felt this jarring feeling of having to re- recalibrate themselves and redefine their existence in that space. I want to introduce you to a friend of my, a friend called Brad Law. Some of you guys would know him, you know. Hey. Brad, thanks for joining us, Brad. I appreciate it. You know, Brad runs a, you know, an audio solutions production company in that entertainment space, and he's been one of the people who has been trying to navigate this season with all its jarring effects and questions and unknowns and everything else. And so thank you for joining us, Brad. Thanks for this conversation. Um, you felt the effects of this season quite significantly, for to be really honest. So, you know, and and yeah. we've had a few conversations. And in one of the things, in some of the earlier correspondence we had, you sent me something quite, I guess, pertinent. And I guess maybe I want to read it out. Maybe have you elaborate a bit further. Is that okay? Sure. sure. <laughs> okay. All right. You said to me, um, I sense indeed a catalyst season for deep and healthy advance. Not comfortable for sure, or sure, but taking a longer view, I'm not so frightened. Now, that's pretty, I mean, <laughs> this was a bit earlier on. I yeah. guess maybe step us through where you were at at that point, And I guess from that point on yeah. where you're at now with it. I don't remember exactly when that was, but that's fine because I remember how I felt. Um, it's like, yeah, I mean, look, so many stories that come out of this year and some of them aren't great. And, you know, for us in the space that we occupy, it's, it's been hard. It's been real. Right. Um, there's always someone that's got it tougher and there are other sectors. Yeah. And I, I don't want to miss an opportunity to acknowledge that we're not the only people sure. right. under it. But, you know, look, yeah, it's, it's been real. Like... Um, COVID disturbance, like, it, 
in my world and my universe, it was the perfect um, disturbance. Timing-wise, right. yeah, right. You know, it really smashed us. Um, it came at the worst time of year. Um, you know, it, it, it ate straight into our biggest projects and opportunities. Yeah. And you know, like that first period of time was like I do remember it. It was it was just numb. Um, and you know, hmm. people that know me know like I I like to put myself in situations that I'm confident, I like to put myself in situations, yeah, that I can find a path. And yes, there was right. no path and there was no confidence. And I was sitting across the table from, you know, government support agency people yeah, talking right. about, you know, real things. Right. And that's, that's jarring, to use your word. And, you know, and we've talked about how we're going to frame this sort of stuff and I'm, you know, not going to try and make this beautiful bow to tie it all up in and say, oh, God's yeah, good right. and all of that. But yeah. for me, that, oh, that, that's kind of the point I wanted to say. Like, I grew up in the church and I've been a man of faith all my life. Sure. But if there was an area of my walk that wasn't strong, it was, I'm not good at waiting on God. I'm not good right. at right. believing for provision. And the thing is, is, you know, that's not something to be proud of. Right. But that, that was... That was how I was living my life. Um, obvious to me that over many seasons where I probably wasn't seeing it that way that God was providing, he was. But here's the thing. Everything was so abruptly taken away and I had no control. I had people that I had to negotiate leases with. I had expenses that I didn't understand how I was going to get through those. And I won't say everything was great, um, sure. And there were some concessions and they were great. But the thing is, is while I was sitting there in this numb moment trying to figure out what was next, there was provision and there was peace. And I'm not trying to be cliche. You know me. Yeah, right. People yeah, that are watching me know I'm not <laughs> trying to be cliche at all. But there was provision and there was peace. And that spoke to me. Right. One of my greatest fears was I was worried about becoming a bad person. I was right. worried that this was going to turn me into negative, you know, fearful and rah, rah. And that was real and I was wrestling with it. But the funny thing was, was there was, you know, God found a way to slide things in the mail. And, you know, there was a lot of support that came from places that I would never have anticipated. And I can put a face and a name to some of it, but a lot of it I can't. Yeah, right. And that idea that, oh, you know, I'm always in control. No, I'm not always in control, but I'm always <laughs> positioning myself right. to get the outcome. Yeah, right. And suddenly I'm like, I don't know where to go. I don't know which way's up. So, you know, it's not being good. It's still pretty ugly, but, you know, th but things are coming online. We've had some, I've had some real chats with people close to me in life and they've challenged certain things. But more than that, well, not more than that, but... Equally, you know, God's put into my spirit, and I believe this, and that's a big thing for me to say, God's put into my spirit that this disruption, localised to myself, I'm not talking about what's going on for everyone, but this disruption is the reset that I would never have positioned myself for. Wow. I guess, I mean, this is a conversation we could have for an extended period of time, but what a place to finish it up. Because that's that perspective, honestly, for me, I mean, we've had a few conversations, but has been quite confronting. Yeah. Honestly, it's quite challenging to me. And honestly, thank you for the transparency. Thank you for the openness. 
and think, I guess I want to say this story continues, right? And it he does. who began a good work in you yeah. is faithful and sure to bring it to completion. Yeah. So I know you tell, you know, I know you're still working it through, but I, I guess I want to say yeah. to you, you're talking to our team and encouraging them, but I want to say to you that the story does continue, and he who began a good work will be sure to bring it to completion. So thank you, really appreciate it. Let's stay tuned, so to speak. <laughs> All right. Um, right now, we'll join our Melbourne team who have prepared something for us. Dean and Co, take it away. Over to you. Welcome to team night. I hope you're loving it as much as we are down here in Melbourne. Hey. We have a little bit of extra love because we're fresh out of 112 days of lockdown. Yes. So shout out to all you Melburnians and Victorians. We love you. Well done. And uh, tonight's sick because it's artists still love it here. And mm. I get to chat with one of my favorite humans, Rob Amaruso. Shout out in the chat if you love him. But he is a writer. He's a producer, he's a mix engineer, he's in a band that's been successful. He is a father and a husband and mm. a legend and a vibe bringer, as you could tell hey. by the way in. Um, one of my favorite humans. And so we're going to chat a little bit about his story and creativity. So yeah. I remember meeting you, bro, at um, East Campus in the good old days, the Bayswater. Shoebox of glory. The whole room would mm. shake when we put the subs on. Uh-huh. Um, and you were fresh back from LA, yeah. where your band was, where you were... You were charting, you were um, in studios with incredible opportunities. Mm. How did you find yourself from LA into a church in Bayswater? Wow. Well, that's a long story. So to bring it small, small, um, I was doing everything I ever wanted to do. Right. Ticked all the boxes I wanted to tick. And I guess I was like, you know, living the dream, that vibe. And bro, I just found myself so unsatisfied and I was just in this pit of I was super depressed I couldn't get up in the morning I was just like I would come out of these sessions with my favorite artists and favorite producers and I would leave there feeling like man like why do I feel so bad and it was like the better I did the worse I felt because well because you know like when you're a kid you kind of like it's that video game mentality where you're kind of like you're thinking the next level is going to be the thing that does it and you're like I'm then, then I'll feel good anyway I didn't feel good, dude. I felt worse and worse and worse. I decided to quit music for six months. I'm coming back to Australia and sat in my room basically for months, dude, just going, what what is this? What am I going to do? Tried every remedy, sus Google six times a day to try and figure all this stuff. And then I just remembered um, an old friend of mine saying that he went to Hillsong. I was like, oh, I'm not a church guy. I'm like, I, I respect you, but I'm not a church guy. So <laughs> anyway, I got desperate and desperate times, yeah. desperate measures. I hit him. I'm like, bro, when's the next service? I'll yeah. come. And he goes, it's actually tonight. It's a Saturday. I'm like, church on a Saturday? Saturday what are these weirdos Who does that? At Old East Campus, Saturday night. And anyway, I went there, sat in the car park for 10 minutes. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I went in and it happened, bro. It just, it like, I broke and I cried and I didn't stop for about three months. And it was just like, it all was coming out of me. And it was really the first time, like, to be honest, like that I felt peace, like that kind of peace probably ever, you know what I mean? And that was how I came to church too. At that point, I still wasn't a massive, like, I didn't really like get it all. I was like, I don't really know what a lot of this means, but... I just knew that that's where I needed to be in that time of my life. And I would get out of church and I would instantly be like, man, is there like 
another church service on, dude, I would Google, it'd be Tuesday night, and yeah. I would, you can ask Shay, my wife, you ask Shay, I would be on Google going, church on Tuesday night. Because I was desperate. Yeah. I just wanted to be there every day. You had everything. Dude, there was something. I bro, there was just something about it. I just knew that like, again, I didn't know what it all meant. I just knew that that's where I needed to be. Wow. So, I so just, you found peace in the presence of God. Yeah, You man. found community. Mm, you found a sense of purpose. Time. You went from putting aside music, no more touring, no anything. Your band's waiting to release an album. They go, yeah. where you at, Rob? Not without its challenges. So through that, you start to create again. Mm. Through that, you start to hit up some sessions and start to create again. How hard was that now having this new direction, this new purpose, this new sense of calling yeah. amongst the demands of the band? Were there challenges? There was, the yeah, there was challenges. It was difficult to find uh, identity yeah, outside well. of who I used to be. Oh you know, God. that yeah. was tricky. So all these people knew me from like, like I was a big drug user. I right. was a big party starter. So I would right. roll in and it was like, you know, let's go. So it was difficult to go back to America and still is sometimes, you know, from being honest, and be in that world again and in that environment, yeah. being the person that I feel God's called me to be. And that obviously looks super different yes. than who I used to be. So in that sense, um, it's kind of difficult, you know, and just also keeping, keeping uh, myself clinging to God in those times and not needing everyone else's validation has yeah. probably been, uh, particularly at this point in my life, has been a really huge thing because it's really easy to go yeah i want to do this for god but then to be in that studio and be and just like kind of want to impress everyone mm. so keeping myself centered in that um and yeah that's sort of been the biggest thing that i've had to amazing yeah. so you're still in the band but you're based here you're uh. writing producing you're loving music again loving it and it's funny, you paint that picture of you hating music. You're the most energetic, passionate, life-bringing guy, but with a sense of godliness and holiness about it. I love it. So now God's opened up all these doors. Mm. You're working with so many artists. Um, what would you say to encourage someone who is trying to pave out their own path? They're feeling the, the challenge and they felt, have that sense of calling and, and the passion to remain. How would you encourage someone on team? Um, how would I encourage? I think that um, everything, I know this is a big cliche, particularly in our world, but everything is seasonal, man. And that's huge. Like for me being in that time, like knowing that that wasn't me yeah. was huge. It's where I am, but it's not me, you know, and that's, that's I think that's a huge thing. Um, just clinging to God in the sense of giving things to him, like putting yeah. God in the middle of yeah. stuff, whether it be your chaos or the, the writing session you're about to go into. Awesome. But but just on that practical sense, just, you know, like I'll, I'll be driving to a session and I'll just be like, God, if I'm meant to be in this world, then you just, you just, you just do what you want to do with it. And like, give me the ideas, like give me the creativity, give me the words to say um, and teach, teach me. To be this person, yeah, and not to be this person. So I, I, I don't know if that answers the question, I but that's it. for me. That's been the thing. Hope that encourages someone tonight. And I would just say we love you. Thank Thanks you. for being who you are in the industry, but in our team. And you're a life bringer. You're an encourager. I love that you're an artist developer because I think you're just a human developer. You speak life and hope and future, and to call people to be who they are and say thank you for that. 
Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope that it, hope that it's really useful to you. If the podcast is useful and helpful to you, if you're enjoying it, then I'd love to invite you to share it on social media or maybe to text it, you know, share a link with a friend. Uh, if you tag Hillsong Creative at Hillsong Creative, uh, maybe we'll repost you. I don't know. <laughs> and if, you, uh, if you're not yet subscribed, let me just take this opportunity to Uh, invite you to do that as well you'll get notified of new episodes whenever they're released also if you haven't heard we've launched a brand new podcast called the praying through the bible with hillsong creative it's designed to help you get more out of the word of god in your daily life so i'd encourage you to search hillsong creative or praying through the bible subscribe to that one too and of course obviously rate it and let us know how you're enjoying that one too well thanks again for being part of us and with us on the journey and we'll talk to you next time